is an Odyssey original. This is Coronavirus Daily. I'm Charles Feldman. I'm Mike Simpson from the KNX Odyssey Studios in Los Angeles. America surpassing 800,000 COVID-19 deaths. And here in L.A., plenty of questions for the second largest school district in the country after the school board decides to delay a vaccine mandate for students 12 and older. We start with the pandemic and the death toll. Even though we've had vaccines for close to a year now, more than 800,000 Americans have died from COVID. Dr. Erwin Redlener directs the Pandemic Resource and Response Initiative and is a professor of health policy management at Columbia University Medical Center. Doctor, did it have to be like this, this bad? Well, uh, unfortunately... To the extent that we haven't really gotten as far as we should have in terms of vaccinating our population, not only did it get this bad, but I've been predicting that we'll see a million deaths uh, by the end of the first quarter of 2022 if we go at this uh, at the rate we're going right now. So I don't think it's looking good, unfortunately. Very sorry to say that. And what have we seen and hopefully learned and what do you expect us to still experience this has hit disproportionately the senior population but also now the unvaccinated correct and look we um we we have a, a two americas now we have an unvaxxed and vaxxed america and the separation between those two groups in terms of getting really sick and dying from covid could not be more stark with the the fatalities we've seen the last couple months and the ones that we'll see between now and the next three to six months will be essentially among the unvaccinated. People are taking chances with their lives. That is really, it's really incomprehensible for because the uh, fealty to a particular political ideology or point of view or individual. Uh, they're they're playing Russian roulette. Those people are not getting vaccinated. <clears throat> and many of them will pay a price. I'm very, very sorry about that. But, you know, it, it's just difficult to know what to do. You know, I did go to medical school. I did pretty well. I don't remember a class and how to get people who were drawn into crazy misinformation that puts their lives at risk. If somebody was telling everybody, you know, smoking is good for you, and seatbelts are dangerous, and that everybody was buying into that. It's just it's, it's this toxic combination of political ideology, uh, you know, and ignorance that is crossing the lives of a lot of Americans. I saw these figures this morning. I'm sure you did too. That uh, up till now, of that 800,000 uh, figure that we mentioned at the outset. About, uh, I think it was two-thirds of the deaths have been in 65-plus. Now, that's, of course, going back to the very beginning days of the pandemic before vaccines, before monoclonal antibodies. Are we still seeing that trend, though? Well, we're seeing, you know, I guess the worst possible situation to be in is to be an older person, let's say older older than 65, with a pre-existing condition and unvaccinated. You know, you're just asking for a horrible outcome from that scenario. And the thing that's so frustrating, and I'm sure you hear this in my voice as a doctor, is that thing is preventable. I mean, it's you just get a shot uh, and get a you know get the the mRNA shots, the two of them, and then get booster shot, and you will be essentially uh, very much protected from getting very sick or from dying. There's not much more to say about it, guys. You know, it's that 
that's it. This is a choice. And uh, a lot of people are making a bad choice. And by the way, the issue that we haven't really talked about is the increasing prevalence of COVID among children. You know, now kids 5 to 11 are now eligible to get vaccinated. About uh, a little short of uh, 5 million have been at least gotten the first shot. But over 20 million still have not gotten vaccinated. And parents out there, you know, it's time to kind of get busy and take care of your children, make sure they don't get sick and that they don't catch it and transmit it to people who are very vulnerable. Uh, it's a turning point for us, guys, you know, and uh, we need to get serious and understand what the risks are that people are taking don't get vaccinated. Dr. Erwin Redliner directs the Pandemic Resource and Response Initiative, Professor of Health Policy Management, Columbia University Medical Center. Coming up after a short break, lots of grumbling about the decision to push back a student vaccine mandate for L.A.'s public school system. The Los Angeles Unified School District planned to impose a vaccine mandate on students 12 and older in order for them to attend classes on campus in the new year. But the school board is backing off after reports that more than 30,000 students remain unvaccinated. Mandates won't go into effect until the start of next school year, fall of 2022. Kelly Gonez is the president of the LAUSD Board of Education. Kelly, good idea to put tens of thousands of unvaccinated students on campus this upcoming semester? Um, Well, I I think what I would want to start first by noting is that a full 87% of our students 12 and older are vaccinated, which is an incredible achievement and is higher than the county of Los Angeles, and I think probably higher than all 50 states. So when you're thinking about whether this is a safe environment for students, our LA Unified Schools are one of the safest possible environments that our youth can be in with that incredibly high vaccination rate. But you don't know, because nobody does, the answer to the question, once you introduce this variant, which was far more contagious, whether that track record will hold steady. So with that in mind and with that uncertainty very much on the table, do you really think it's a good idea? Really? You know, I think that the board's focus has always been and the district's focus has always been about ensuring that student learning can continue as safely as possible throughout the pandemic. So, um, you know, what we are trying to achieve through this policy is how can we ensure the safety of students, but also ensure that learning is not unnecessarily significantly disruptive, um, because this current timeline would cause challenges, not just for unvaccinated students, but also for vaccinated students whose courses might change completely, whose teachers might change as a result of of the current timeline. So it is really about striking the balance. And we continue to have a number of strong protocols in place to ensure the safety of our schools and classrooms. And we have heard that before saying, look, it's going to get way too complicated because it's a it's a big number. It's 30,000 kids. It's the 13 percent of the unvaccinated. Moving everybody around is going to affect a lot of people. And then that the independent study program can't hold that many people and actually function. But I remember that being a concern even before, like when this deadline was announced, when you guys did that, you said, we're going to really have to bulk up the independent study to support all these kids if there are kids that don't get the vaccine. So why wasn't that done in the meantime? Well, there there certainly have been efforts done both on increasing the vaccination rate and on ensuring that our City of Angels programs, our virtual learning are the best possible that they can be given the limitations on what we can do in remote learning based on the state's requirements. So I think that we are absolutely doing all that. We have also, in the meantime, got literally 100,000 
students ages 12 and older vaccinated. Um, so there's been a lot of work that's been done as a result of this mandate being put in place. Um, and I'm really proud of all of the district's efforts. I think there were many people who thought we wouldn't get higher than 30 or 40%. So the fact that serving communities of need where there is so much misinformation and vaccine hesitancy that we've reached 87%, that is pretty incredible. So let's go forward to the fall of 2022. What happens then? Is the, the board uh, firm that that's it, that's the date, and any student not fully vaccinated by that date can't come back? The, the board is firm, and I would also point out that vaccination will be required at the start of the 2022 school year, regardless by the state of California, um, and that's for all students in uh, public schools as well as private schools. So there isn't flexibility with regard to that fall of 2022 date. It's really an opportunity to make sure that we can continue to get more students vaccinated um, and prepare our schools so that the same level of disruption um, does not so, occur. So was that was that one of the driving factors for putting things off? Because the thinking was that the state law goes into effect, so therefore the local school district has the cover of the state? No, I think it is really about the balance, as I said, between how can we ensure the safest possible environment for students and staff? And how can we also ensure that our students can continue to learn in the highest quality ways and then we don't cause unnecessary disruption to schools in the middle of the school year? Um, so I think that that was more of, of the factor, but also the fact that if you look back at when we instituted this mandate on September 9th and compare it to today, our schools are undoubtedly a, a world safer than they were then because we put this requirement in place and we have done so much work to get our students vaccinated. Um, so it was really those two factors that were primary. Kelly Gonez, president of the LAUSD Board of Education. Some harsh words from Colorado's governor for the unvaccinated. Democrat Jared Polis says if people are not vaccinated and they get sick with COVID-19, it is, in his words, entirely their own darn fault. He says he understands and respects that getting vaccinated is a personal choice, but he says the unvaccinated are to blame if they wind up in the hospital with COVID. This is an Odyssey original. You can find us and others on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Stitcher.